Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Mark Radledge, and this is the Metal Hammer of Doom. It's Star Wars Week, ladies and gentlemen, Star Wars Week. That's right. We are doing all things Star Wars. At least we're going to try to. Let me give you guys a little bit of the old inside baseball here. Um, This is uh, another Screw You Blog Talk Radio Night. As we thought we had the music uploaded, apparently they had this problem last week uh, where whatever mechanism, internal mechanism Blog Talk Radio uses to uh, put our music in the board isn't working the way that it's supposed to. And um, we're, 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 get, we're trying to get it together. We're going to play some music for you. I swear is it. I swear is on the preciouses. Um, but it's, it's a bit of a slow go. It's, it's a bit of a piecemeal effort, but you know, I, if nothing else, we have one track uploaded. <laughs> Jesse structure is quickly in the booth. He's frantically running around trying to get this thing together. We're going to put something together for you tonight. I promise. Uh, in the meantime, what am I talking about? Well, we're trying to review since it's star Wars week here on the rattle and broadcasting network. We're trying to review the self-titled Galactic Empire album, Galactic Empire. What is Galactic Empire, you ask? Well, it's an instrumental heavy metal band that plays music from the Star Wars franchise. It features Boba Set, <laughs> Boba Set, get it, on drums, Bass Commander on the bass, Dark, Dark Vader on lead guitar, Shadow Ranger on the guitar, and Red God on the guitar. And joining me tonight uh, to talk about this, he has a hot date, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to hear about all that, too. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Lonely Hearts himself, Mr. Robert Cooper, the Metal Coop. How do you do, sir? Well, you know, if this podcast didn't work out, we could have just audible to a Boba Flex album. (laughs) 
You know, um, I actually discovered uh, Boba Flex about uh, sometime last year. Uh, I got in. I heard their uh, "Start a War" song, and that became one of my favorites of twenty of uh, twenty sixteen. Damn good song. So, so is it? Uh, is it getting up there in the hate breed listening charts? Dude, for a while that was like that was like straight running music for me. Uh, you know, anytime I was out exercising or you know doing anything physical, I had to throw on the Boba Flex. Boba Flex, oh, ladies man. and gentlemen. Don't tell Jamie Josta; he might get jealous. <laughs> or he might have to cancel the uh, Greensboro show again because there's too much fighting in the mosh pit. Oh, Jamie Josta, you wild and crazy guy. All right, have you ever heard of Galactic Empire? Not at all. When I listened to it, I was like, this is a heavy metal band doing Star Wars. <laughs> that that I mean, is, it that is, is exactly what I expected. <laughs> it is what is on the uh, tin. Yes. There's there's no fooling, and, and we are slowly but surely getting the tracks on here. So, hooray, we have a show. My wife isn't going to divorce me because I'm throwing things around the living room. My children aren't going to be traumatized because I'm screaming and yelling that I don't care about them. I care about this, this show. This show, Robert Cooper. This show must go on, and it's going to. We have at least three tracks. Can you believe it? Jesse Starcher is hard at work. How many tracks are on this album again? It felt like it felt like a good a lot fourteen of them. Um, not fourteen. Uh, I can tell you in a second. Give me a give me a moment here. So what's happening is little by little they're being uh, uploaded into the studio, and then I gotta put them. I, I gotta organize them and put them where I can find them. See, we have four tracks, ladies and gentlemen. Or the countdown is on. We can actually start to play some of these in just a few minutes. Uh, you wanted to know how many tracks there are, Robert Cooper? I'll yes, tell you. Uh, uh, this is professional stalling is what this is. Uh, let's see here. Playlist. Uh, if, it professional start, if it were professional, we'd be talking. Uh, there's 11 songs. Okay, that's awful. I don't know. I guess it's because all the songs are like six minutes long. I was like, ooh. Um, I accidentally played one of them. All right. So let me uh, real quick. I We did a whole review. The whole reason why we're doing Star Wars Week is because The Last Jedi has just come out in theaters. It's dividing fans. I loved it. You loved it. Okay, you're a smart man, Robert Cooper. I like you because you're my friend. And I had a friend a of mine, like him and his dad were on Facebook just hating on it. It's be like, oh, oh, yeah, it's just for all those member berries. Just those people like, oh, remember <laughs> Star Wars? Yeah, it was – somebody called it a, uh, a interstellar uh, Bronco chase. <laughs> interstellar Bronco chase? Explain. You know, like OJ and the slow speed uh, Bronco J. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm with you. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I disagree, but that's clever. That is clever. Oh, you're so clever. My balls. Uh, What happened to my balls? I'm going to hurt my balls. These guys. One of my coworkers told me. Clever. He told me he he like kind of liked it at first, and he's gonna see it ten times in two weeks because Star Wars is his thing. Uh, but he saw he's like the second time I finally understood what was going on, and the third time I really appreciated. It. I'm like, oh, I watched it once. I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah, it's like I <laughs> think I'm your friends see it a little, little. 
<laughs> if it's taken him I, that long. I think he was overanalyzing, maybe. But yeah, I'm going to see you tomorrow. i got a hot date. We're going to go eat barbecue at lunchtime and then go see a movie. All right, before we play the first track on here, and I, and I actually do want to play some music, <laughs> shut up and play some music, as I said on the Consolidated album, uh, play more music, as it were. Um, what did, uh, so what, what is the deal with this girl? Now, when you say you have a hot date, like, you like, really have a date, or is it like you and your mom are going? Like, what's the deal here? No, it's me and a girl. No, uh, so it's about like a uh, real about forty five minutes away. Ooh. Yeah, she's a, she's even a nurse, so I can hit her with that old animaniacs line. Hello, Hello nurse. nurse. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, I mean she's really cool. She's uh she's cute. She loves nerdy shit. One of her pictures on Tinder is her with a guy in a Green Ranger costume. So I'm like, all right, marry me. Yeah. So <laughs> all right, uh, we ha- I don't know. We'll we see. have all the tracks. So let's uh, let's get Jesse Whoa. on here. I see all I see trees of green. I see all the tracks. Get on here. Nuts too. Hey, I hit somebody with that the other day, by the way. Jesse will be you proud. Hit the, you hit him with the D's nuts. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I was. I, uh, I was told a friend of mine because I got a I got a package in the mail, and I said, so I got a package in the mail today. And she's like, Well, what was it? I was like, D's nuts. <laughs> got him. I uh, yeah. I said that to a girl I work with today. I said, I'm going to need you to talk to my lawyer. And she's like, who's your lawyer? And, she, and I said, D's. And she said, D's nuts. And I said, yes. Because we're so witty. witty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, because uh, I was excited about what I got in the mail. It was, uh, I bought for like 20 bucks. It was like 30, it was like 36 DVDs without cases. Oh, boy. You know what I just got in the mail? Omaha Steak. Ooh. What are you whispering yeah, about over there? Yeah, we got some Chicago deep. We got some hang on, Chicago hang on. deep. Hang on, hang on. I gotta go to the. I gotta go to the to to the gunshot fourth chair. What are you whispering about? I have to put away those steaks. Yes, you do have to put away those Omaha steaks that we got in the mail from my mother-in-law, who thought we needed Omaha steaks. And really, you can't have hey. enough steak in your life. Well, no, especially if your life is staking on it. Hang on, my wife is interrupting the show to ask me if I like her bath bomb presents that she got for people. She's made, ladies and gentlemen, my wife is crafty. She gets around, she's crafty, and she's always down. She's crafty, and she's just my type. She's crafty. All right, but she's actually, like, really crafty, not, like, sly, but more like she does crafts. Arts. And she's taken, (laughs) and she's taken... She's taking these bath bombs that she got because she sells posh, ladies and gentlemen. If you like to get posh, if you want to put some face mask on, if you want to scrub your face, if you want to smell pretty, contact my wife, Melissa Rattledge, because she sells posh. And she ordered a tray of bath bombs from posh, and she made them into snowmen, Robert Cooper, Snowmen for Christmas and winter time. It's Florida. It's, it's like it was like eighty degrees out today. But snowmen, Robert Cooper. She drew little faces on them, little orange noses for carrots. I can't. And little. I can't wait for dots. her to do the uh, Dubba Dubber tribute. You know where she puts the carrot and the coal in the wrong place. <laughs> he says you should do one where the carrot and the coals are in the wrong places. 
probably not appropriate as a school teacher. And she says that's not appropriate as a school teacher. Uh, anyway, so she, she's very crafty. Lowe's. You do work at Lowe's. You're a smart man. Uh, all right. <laughs> now at this point, I'm not just stalling to get the music on. I'm stalling because I'm waiting for Jesse to dial back in. Oh, here he is. Oh, my God. Here's Jesse Starcher. How do you do, sir? <laughs> Have you guys been stalling the whole time just so I get on here? Oh, we are we are absolutely stalling. We are I don't even know. Jesse Starcher. We're, we're like Joe Namath's car we're like Joe Namath's car on The Simpsons. <sighs> I wanna, don't get I, wanna that I wanna give you my appreciation for saving the show. We almost didn't have a show. I almost went to bed. But you got the music on here. Fuck you, Blog Talk Radio. Praise you, Jesse Starcher, and praise <laughs> Jesus. Praise It's a Christmas Jesus. miracle. It's a Christmas miracle, ladies and gentlemen. Star Wars Week is saved. Jesse Starcher, what the fuck do you think of Galactic Empire, goddammit? Wow. Well, this these guys are interesting. Uh, I mean, shoot, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen any of the videos or anything, but... Uh, I have. These, decked out all in some great-looking Star Wars costumes and just playing to beat all shit. I mean, it's there's some fun stuff to listen to. It's nice to hear a, a, a change into what we're used to when it comes to Star Wars themes. So, uh, And the, the epic songs. The, all these songs are very – you're going to recognize them if you're a Star Wars fan or just a, past, a passing sci-fi fan. They they aren't just played in Star Wars. A lot of times you'll hear them in different other types of uh, other types of shows and 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 uh, skits, things like that. But so it, yeah, Galactic Empire. This is the first time I ever heard of these guys, and I, I don't. This is their first album, right? Yeah, this is their. They they released like a, a single and a video well before their these they their uh, self titled debut album, which actually came out in February. You realize that this, this, I have been planning this all year, ladies and gentlemen, because I am hashtag the schedule. And I saw that Galactic Empire was releasing an album in February of 2017. And I said, fuck that noise. We're going to we're going to review it when The Last Jedi comes out. So let's get to reviewing it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm tired of stalling. I'm tired of wasting time. I've wasted too much time. Fucking you. Um, so here we go. This is a little uh, shout back out to Steel Panther, ladies and gentlemen. Um, best song of the year by far. This is the first track here on Galactic Empire self-titled uh, album, Galactic Empire. This is the Star Wars main theme. <laughs>
You want me to change your snare, sir? It's no good to me dead. Hey, guys. If we're stopping for a minute, I'm going to go take a leak. Because that's cool. Really, dude? Who set up my guitar? prepared for the little bit of comedy there in the middle um the version that i have on spotify is it just plays it straight they're, they're not goofing around in the middle of the song like that uh so i just thought i would mention it uh overall though a uh, good strong beginning you know you can't go wrong with any version of the star wars theme and i have heard many a version of the star wars theme jesse knows He's heard the Evil Genius Orchestra do their cocktail version, cocktail in the cantina, uh, with Jasmine St. Clair on the cover from back in the day. Rob, you mm-hmm. know who Jasmine St. Clair uh, is, was, could be? Sounds like a porn star. There you go. Here's a porn star. Very good, Robert Cooper. You uh, get a gold I was a growing boy at one time. You were a growing boy at one time. Anyway, yes, I've heard lounge versions of the Star Wars theme. I've heard uh, jazz versions, Trotter Trio. I've heard, you know, uh, all kinds of versions of, of Star Wars. If you name it, somebody has tried it in a different style of music. It's insane. Uh, this is one of the... Now, Epica also covered a little bit of Star Wars. They did the Imperial March, which we're going to hear actually next. But, um, you know, I, other, other bands have dabbled with, with the Star Wars main theme and the Imperial March. Those are the two big ones, usually. So I'll go to you guys. Uh, Jesse, Galactic Empire, the Star Wars main theme. What'd you think? Oh, they're bringing it in with a solid opener. I mean, what, what else can you do but open a Star Wars-themed album with the you know so the credits crawl practically what you're going to hear right at the beginning so it's it's the way to do it uh, for sure I just want to go ahead and tell you I found an interview here where they're talking to the band uh, one of the questions I believe they're talking to Darth here uh, are they said not what are your Darth suits? not Darth what is it Dark 
Dark. Dark okay. Vader. Dark you Vader. You missed the beginning. It's Boba Set on the drums, Bass Commander on the bass, Dark Vader on lead guitar, <laughs> Shadow Ranger on guitar, and Red and Red Guard on guitar. You make all right. Make- <laughs> Very nice. So they're at. They ask him, "Where do your suits come from?" Because these guys they play. They play. You know, live, all decked out. Uh, and uh, their answer is this: Our armor is forged by a master craftsman with only the galaxy's finest materials. Also, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. All right, Robert Cooper, Galactic Empire, the uh, the Star Wars main theme. Go. It was only half as good as my middle school uh, symphonic band's version. <laughs> Wow, really now? <laughs> oh no, I'm kidding. That was probably shit. I was it was funny. I went from last chair to uh the, the middle middle of the pack in a whole semester because I didn't care and then I decided maybe I should. What you play? Trumpet. Oh, okay. And then uh halfway through high school I switched to tuba. But funny thing was it's because my mouth got used to playing the tuba, I couldn't play the trumpet, but I never learned the clef and the fingerings that go with the tuba, so now I can't play tuba off the top of my head. I'm great, I tell you. That's all Greek to me. I I couldn't even fucking read, uh, read music, dude. I had no idea how to read stuff. I maybe I could have gone farther, but reading music, not. I, I'll stick with the comics. So I yeah, gotta I read this to you. This I can read. All right, go, go ahead. Go 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 go, Mark. So this is from their Facebook page, and I posted it into the description of tonight's show. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, actually fairly recently, a new heavy metal band was formed by some of the most infamous and feared villains in the galaxy, introducing Galactic Empire. The band performs classic pieces from the iconic soundtrack of the Star Wars films written by John Williams. Dark Vader had the following to say, These instruments are crude but should be adequate to shred some faces as we journey across the galaxy. We have been doubling our efforts to complete our debut full-length album in time for the Emperor's arrival. If you are not part of the Rebel Alliance or a traitor, buy our single on iTunes and prepare to succumb to the dark side upon our album's release. Watch the music video and then download your copy of the Star Wars main theme single on iTunes. May the Force be with you. Oh my. <laughs> That's a lot of references. <laughs> so are these dudes are British? Uh no. Does it say? Cuz Here, well, tell you okay. What. Well, here here's I'm, what we're going to do. I'm going to go ahead and play the Imperial March and while I do that, I'll pull back up their Facebook page, okay? All right, thank you.
I didn't get a lot of information from uh, their Facebook page. Here's what I'll tell you. They're actually on tour with Max Sabbath in, in the new year. <laughs> oh, we talked about them before. <laughs> I love yeah, Max we have. Sabbath. I, we need to go see this tour, Melissa. We need to go see Max Sabbath and Galactic Empire. What do you think about that? My wife is not being. Fun I right know what now. that answer means. <laughs> Leave me alone, you asshole. I'm uh, tired of going to concerts. I feel like we go to a billion concerts and only like two of them I ever like. But you, but Ooh. you'll like Max Sabbath and Galactic Empire. So they're coming to Cleveland, Ohio, Pontiac, Michigan, Chicago, Illinois, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Denver, Colorado, Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, they're at the Beachland Ballroom. When? Oh, February. We could go see Shyla. Ladies and gentlemen, we could see Shyla. Um, Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington, San Francisco, Los Angeles, California, Phoenix, Azarona, Austin, Texas, <laughs> keep it weird, Austin, Dallas, Texas, Houston, Texas, Nashville, Tennessee, and March, Melissa. That's tempting. That is tempting. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Worcester, Massachusetts. Oh, we can leave Worcester too. Uh, DC, Brooklyn's in the house, and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay, who who wants to join in on planning my wife's vacations, my my wife and I's vacations for next year? <laughs> so we need to con- seriously consider where we're going to go see Max Sabbath and Galactic Empire, Melissa. Anyway, um, so uh, if you could go to their Facebook page and their about section, they say current location is a galaxy far, far away, and hometown is also a galaxy far, far away. That tells us nothing. So here I have an article um, that came out late last year, I believe, from NME uh, blog. It says, Meet Galactic Empire, the heavy metal Star Wars covers band. And um, here's, here's the only piece of relevant information. When did you decide to make an album of Star Wars music? Our drummer, Grant McFarlane, a.k.a. Boba Set, made a drum video of himself playing along to the Imperial March a few years ago. Eventually, he thought to expand on that idea by adding guitars to the, to the arrangement, which then snowballed into an entire album's worth of material. And it just kind of goes on from there. Um, that doesn't really tell you where these guys are from, but at the end of this article, they, they played a bunch of dates in, you know, throughout uh, England. So that's all I got for you so far. They, they do have a Kickstarter that I'm looking at right now. Now it may be, I don't know how Kickstarter works. I mean, I've heard it, you, you know, I've heard the, the site used before, but I assume they help uh, as a Kickstarter. You want to try and get things off the ground to support your project. Uh, the Kickstarter that I'm looking at right now had raised a total, a pledged goal, or they they had a sixty thousand dollar goal and reached it with sixty one thousand three hundred fifty two for the album, video, and tour, according to what I see here. So they must have either a, one or two things happened. Either they had already had a decent following and they were able to get word of mouth spread about this band, or you know that little they list they may have played a little bit of a video or put together something first to show that to people 
and of course it caught while it, it caught on and a lot of people were wanting more so interesting that they went the kickstarter route and got things started that way this was this was all back in looks like 2016 so um yeah right before the album released i'm sure all right what did you think of their take on the um the imperial march there robert I dug it. Uh, one thing that does drive me a little nuts about this band is that they've got the uh, sort of that new school double bass going on with the drums, where it's I uh, got the trigger. You can hear it. It drives me a little crazy. I don't know. There's something about it. You know, instead of having a, uh, it's not kind of like the old school to where it's got the both feet, both foot pedals. It's a different style and it's got a different sound to it. I don't quite like it as much. But otherwise, good song. Jesse? Okay, Rage Against the Machine covered this one, right? What? Th- didn't Rage Against the Machine cover the Imperial March? Uh, Epica did. Okay, Rage Against the Machine did as well. I'm fairly certain. At least they got a YouTube video for it. Uh, and I, that was one of the first ever covers that I can remember hearing from... Uh, hearing from a, a Star Wars of a Star Wars song that I I should say that was had a metal tone to it. Uh so hearing these guys, I don't know. I I want to double check go, this and make sure. Hang on. Go ahead. Hang on. I'm going to go ahead and play something. You need to get this for me. We we need to hear this right now. <laughs> I'll get it. I have it right here. So I will I will grab it and put it up. You go ahead and play the next one. All right. This is actually I have two favorites on here. This is one of them. This is and, and really, this is probably one of my favorite all-time Star Wars tracks from all the movies. It's probably it is it is absolutely by far by a country mile the best part, the best element of the Phantom Menace. This is Duel of the Fates.
All right, Robert Cooper, Duel of the Fates. Can you dig it? Dude, Duel of the Fates is my shit. I, when I was a kid, my favorite Star Wars movie was Episode One because it came out in 1999, and that's when I saw it. Uh, Darth Maul had a really cool double-bladed lightsaber. The funny story, I had a poster of him in my room that I was actually terrified of. So eventually my dad took it down because he got tired of hearing about it. He, he Darth Maul is a gruesome-looking fellow. But, you know, that's the thing. Like, Phantom Menace in a lot of ways looked really cool. It is, it is the very definition of sizzle over steak because there's not much to that movie, and there's a lot wrong with it. But in a, but like I said, Darth Maul looks cool. The lightsaber battle is not my personal favorite because there's nothing behind it, but it's probably the best choreographed. You know, and well, certainly yeah, Ray the Park's music. a fucking awesome, like a badass. Like Ray Park is an amazing stuntman. Right, um, and you know, obviously has Duel of the Fates behind it, so that helps. Um, Jesse, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Ooh, I'd probably go with Jedi. Uh, right. Jedi was uh, now. When I say Jedi, I mean Return of the Jedi. Uh, no, we know, not we know, one. and we know, and you're wrong. That's not that. Uh, well, not okay. Did we? I, I really, I really don't want to go down a road with you in regards to that. <laughs> I, I know how that road ends. <laughs> but, but I'm a little yeah, opinionated I, on the matter. I, I really did like I really did like Return of the Jedi. I I thought it was I think Empire was too dark for me, man. As a kid, I you know, it was something that left me sad at the end. Too many open questions. Dude just lost a hand. I mean, come okay. on. You might know, not want to go see the last Jedi. I was going to say you might not want to go see the last Jedi then. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> I want to come yeah. out of there like this is stupid. The, the, speaking of yeah, Return of the Jedi and The Last Jedi, can I just say I was really happy to see Luke's green lightsaber make an appearance? Okay, let's not let's not spoil it for Jesse. I'm not spoiling it. I'm just saying there was a green lightsaber. Okay. All right, real quick, let's let's go ahead and listen to Rage Against the Machine play some Star Wars.
Now, wow, that was the gayest thing I've ever heard. Hold on now, all right? I only believe what the internet tells me, okay? So if you type in Rage Against the Machine in YouTube and type in Imperial March, the top three are going to be this, all right? Now, there's – the uh, I should say investigating a little bit more here. First comment on one of them here, it says, this is the Imperial March Rage Mix from Star Wars Force Commander. Rage Against the Machine had nothing to do with it. Terrific. You. Yeah, this is like that. This is like that time I sent my best buddy. I'm like, hey, it's Dio covering Ozzy. He's like, uh, Dio hates Ozzy. I think you got the wrong guy. It was Tim (laughs) Ripper. I just went by the title. All right. Well, well, sorry for wasting everyone's time. Let's move on. No, now somebody may not have heard that and really dug it. Maybe you may not have. And somebody out there may have. No. Okay. Now. Continue with the podcast. They're they're wrong, and Return of the Jedi is not the best, not not your favorite Star Wars. Um, <laughs> song. Have we got the I'm, cantina yet? Can we please get the cantina? Maybe right. Rage Against the Machine did a remix of that. I'll look. I hope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is the Force theme. Kind of meh, but that might be because I mean, the source yeah, material is not. I mean, it works in the movie. You know, when Luke's looking into the sunrise and you hear, you know, and, and you hear that theme, that all works just fine. That is a heavy metal song, yeah, not so much. Yeah, it's tough to it's tough to cover something like that with a different uh, genre, I guess, of, of music. Um, I mean, I don't know. I look at this album as it's really hard for me to critique it and say, oh, you guys did a bad job. That's not the case. They knocked it out of the park with every single one of these songs. And when you give them something like, okay, here's the fourth song, turn it into a metal song, you do what you can. And I think they did a, they did a fine job. I don't know of any other way 
unless they just really decided to revamp it and somehow make it upbeat, which it's possible. But then again, you may be losing some of that heart and soul behind what that song is. Coop? Yeah, I, I felt like it was it was really solid yet unspectacular. It didn't really change the song enough to be like, hey, guys, let's metal cover. Mm-hmm. It, I it just kind of felt like the normal song, yet not as a... Not as important in a way. Like I, I just I didn't feel it the same way. Mark, no, if you guys, I, if, I, I was just going to say, if you go and see these guys, are you dressing up? Like, are you cosplaying? No, I don't fucking cosplay. You're going to stick out like a sore thumb, I bet, because I think you there's gonna be a lot of cosplayers. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. So the, so I'll stick out. Um, but I don't. Rattledge don't cosplay. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt and fuck it. That's what I say. Put that on a t-shirt. How about that? All right, then. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. Um, so I says to the girl today, I says to the Goyles, I said, you know, I'm good with two kids. I don't need any more children. And besides the fact that I took the bullets out the gun. So quite frankly, if my wife ends up pregnant, I'm going to shoot the doctor. <laughs> and not one, but both girls said, why would you shoot the doctor? Are you insinuating that's who got her pregnant? Yeah, no. I was going to say shoot. I was going to say shoot the milkman. I, why does no one get this? If by insinuating, if by shooting the doctor, I am insinuating the doctor messed up my vasectomy. Is that really lost on people when I say it ah, that way? There you oh. go. Well, no, what they're thinking is they're thinking that you're talking about the doctor that's delivering the baby. At least that's where I went. So I'm like, why? Oh, oh God. He's just doing his job. He's oh, just wow, doing his job, really? Mark. No, I, went, shooting for him. I went with the doctor who was sleeping <laughs> with his wife. Well, that's why? what I thought he was insinuating, <laughs> but I didn't know. I thought it was the, the gynecologist. I didn't think it was the uh, – uh, it, it's a stretch, Mark. I'm sorry. Stretch, Mark. Uh-oh. You know – Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, use, I'll, be I'll use that sometime later. <laughs> you know, my dad said that to me years ago, that if my that if my mom had had another child, he'd have shot the doctor. And I immediately knew what he meant by that. I don't know why there's this loss on everybody else. <sighs> sorry. I'm right. sorry, but you don't get your highbrow like... jokes, Mark Radlich. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're in your hoity It's like I have a coworker. He, he's in his, <laughs> he's like almost sixty. And he's got one kid. And I looked at him one day. I'm like, "You sure that's all?" And he's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Well, you did used to be the milk man." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and listen to track five. This is the asteroid field. <laughs>
right, that one's not bad. It has a little bit more to work with than the the forest theme, but uh, it's a little too willy 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 for me. What do you, what do you think, Rob? <laughs> hey, I love Wheatley, Wheatley, Wheatley. Wheatley, Wheatley, Wheatley was my uncle. <laughs> was he now? Yeah. I'm scared to ask. <laughs> okay. Both Calvin Klein and Joe friend of mine don't want nobody's name on my behind. Sure. Any Anything <laughs> else, Coop? Any other family members that you know about? Uh, I still got that one manager that shows up at all my family reunions. A manager? Yeah, one of my managers because uh, she's best friends with my cousin, so she keeps showing up, and it's really annoying (laughs) because nobody likes her. All right. Uh, I I don't know where to go from there. I mean, am I... uh, (laughs) I mean, I, I didn't think it, either. It took me a second to realize that she was at all my family like get-togethers, and I was like, "Oh, you're that bitch." Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Charming uh, as a fart. <laughs> well, she's nice to look at. Okay. Well, okay. So somebody else um, who's charming as a fart, but nice to look at. The. The interesting thing, or the challenge, I figure for these guys is that they've got to turn. Uh, you know, a lot of of horns and other instrument, classical instruments that John Williams used in most of his composing into uh, electric guitar wailing sometimes, or wheedly wheedly, as we say. And I wish I could say that I've heard the soundtrack enough to understand where some of that stuff fits in or where some of it's actually them, uh, I guess I would say, adding to it. Or improvising the song, does that happen a lot in in the, in this particular song that you guys recognized off the bat, or is it just pretty standard fare? They're trying to get everything from the John Williams uh, song over to this one. Robert, okay. You take that I one? asked. I asked. I feel like I feel like I asked a question that doesn't have an answer. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of hot really. dogs come in packs of ten, but the buns come in packs of eight. Okay. Uh, well, let's, way, right? hey, the tra- let's just say that I don't know what's if there's stuff that's being added to it or taken away, or if it's just note for note, we're we're doing a faithful rendition of this song. Well, there's uh, no what sounds like some. There's, Go there's ahead. No I think it's more of an adaptation bass. myself. Yeah, I was gonna okay. say there's no double bass drums in the original music. Okay. Or, that we or know of. <laughs> well, I, I I got that. I kind of figured there probably isn't. The instruments are different. I just didn't know if the the music was. You know what I mean? Like when yeah, he's doing heavy the metal, little... and this is heavy metal, and that's uh, and John Williams is doing an orchestral really uh, version. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> I come here to the Metal Hammer of Doom for an education, and look what I got—an education. <laughs> Son of a bitch! You got dumb fuckery and Tom. Fullery. I can be a smartass too, too. You know. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. Uh, I just want you. I want. I want to know. Well, I, I don't want you guys. Yvonne. Yvonne. Don't, don't. Don't get that started. No. Do not. Do not. Stop her, Yvonne. Dude, I listened to that again today, and I was dying laughing. Oh. 
gosh, man. I ma- I made my son listen to it. I said, hey, dude, you got to listen to this. I fast forward all the way to the end, five minutes to the end of source material with a gag reel hit. And then I made him listen to it. My kid, seven years old, laughing his ass off. I was like, all right, I won today. I won. <laughs> you won life. Very good. <laughs> Let's call it a day. <laughs> all right. Um, let's go ahead and play track six. This is my favorite song off of here. This one, this one's going on the, the big mix. This is battle of the heroes. like it when the choir kicks in on the two tracks that we've heard so far those are probably some of my favorite ones off of here because it makes it it gives it that epic star wars feel in my opinion uh and it doesn't feel so much like a cover of a song it sounds more faithful to what you expect from the movies coop uh i really feel like this does uh a uh, better job of adapting a Star Wars song than uh, I don't remember the name of the song. The one from the first Star Wars movie, you know, Episode Four with the Tatooine sunset. You know what I'm talking about. What we call kind of just meh. I 
like this oh, does yeah. a much better job of integrating the metal sound in with the uh, John Williams orchestral score and really making it shine, making it stand out. I really dug it. Yeah, I really, I really think they did a, a great job with that one. Unexpectedly, because I, I thought Duel of the Face would be my favorite off of here, but yeah, that one really like kicks it into high gear. So uh, good job there. And actually, I, I think like we, this Galactic Empire peaks with this one because after this, it's all kind of eh, it's all right. Um, so let's get to Jesse's favorite track off of here. This is the Cantina Band. Are you ready for some jizz whaling? Jizz whaling! <laughs> jizz whaling, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to hear some electric heavy metal jizz whaling. Robert Cooper, are you ready for some jizz whaling? That depends on what harpoon I'm stabbing him with. hey No! <laughs> no! Here we go. Stark just said, we are here to educate the masses on the metal hammer of doom. So let's talk about jizz. Jesse Starcher, I know you <laughs> like jizz. I know Robert Cooper likes jizz. Let's talk about some jizz. jizz. Oh I have the <laughs> Wikipedia entry for jizz up right now, and I'm going to read you this entry. I'm going to tell you all about jizz. Jizz was an upbeat, swinging genre of music, most notably performed by Figurin Dian and the Modal Nodes and the Max Rebo Band. Other notable jizz bands include 
Bubble Baker's All Bith Band, Ever Orbis and his Galactic Jizz Whalers, <laughs> Hut, Fingering Dan 2, what? and the New Modal Nodes, <laughs> and the Sosnels. Subgenres of Jizz oh include Jizz Whale, Obeyed, and gl- Glitz. Also, the music form of Jet was reminiscent of or in some way similar to jizz. Did you know that, Jesse Sarter? The Return of the Jedi novelization introduced the term jizz whaler to describe a musician, but the term jizz, as the name of the musical style, was not included until the publication of Tales from the Moss Eisley Cantina 12 years later. Let's just talk about something real quick about the nomenclature of jizz. Okay, let's talk about it. When do you think that became a slang term for what we are obviously running through our heads right now? Uh, I don't know what you're running through your head. I'm thinking about music. (laughs) Yeah, certainly. Which head? Uh, (laughs) I heard that, Coop. Um, Yeah, there's – okay, I I don't know who in their right mind – decided to call this I don't know if they're just trying to say jazz but we're going to make it kind of sound spacey and say jizz oh wait a second I didn't know that that was a slang term for spunk semen uh, uh, yeah I just I don't know why in the world they called this that it could it be anything else as a matter of fact I just watched an angry video game nerd video released, I think it was last week, and he was playing some Star Wars game, and they introduced this fighting style called something, Softy or some kind of crazy yeah, crap in the Star Wars. Game. Thank you. And he goes and grabs the book. He has the Star Wars encyclopedia right there on the shelf. And <laughs> just like we are right now, he immediately stopped and said, Jizz whaling? Jizz whaling? <laughs> I mean, come on, people. <laughs> it's what it is. What we sure. just heard was some authentic jizz wailing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the problem, Jesse? Do you not like jizz? Or uh, jizz wailing? <laughs> do I not like jizz? Oh, man. I do just, not like it, Sam. I am. I just walk into a club and yell, hit me with that jizz. That's what I yell. Uh, open wide. I want to get that some of that jizz on me. God. I mean, <laughs> just, I mean, you could go use any slang term and just start calling anything anything you want. You know, just hop in the old pussy and go to work. What do you mean pussy? Well, that's what I call my car now. <laughs> uh, it's all relative. Nothing means anything. Words don't matter. No, it does not. Uh, All right, well, I'm going to go take a gaping anus, and then I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's... (laughs) We are a silly show. (laughs) Oh, shit. All right, speaking of silly shows, this is Ben's Death, a.k.a. the TIE Fighter Attack.
mean, that's a decent rendition of what's originally in the soundtrack, but not tremendously interesting to me. What do you think, Jesse? Agreed. I remember as we go longer into the album, you know, again, it's more evident to me that these guys are, they're trying to remain faithful to what we hear on the soundtrack. Uh, Some songs stick out, some don't. And again, I can't criticize them for doing a great cover of a, of a song. So I I think, I think, I think what we learn by listening to this is that some of the music in the original star Wars score works as a heavy metal tune. Some Mm. of it just doesn't. Some of it's just, you know, it, it does not work as heavy metal. And I think that's what I'm discovering with this. This album is a bit uneven and it's not that the guys themselves are bad performers. I think they're doing a hell of a job. I just, like I said, I think some of the material they chose to work with doesn't work as a heavy metal song. What do you think, Robert? Yeah, I would say that this song is uh, very much kind of like the, that one I mentioned earlier. That Again, the name escapes me. Just the one that we just kind of find, eh, because I feel like it has the same sort of vibe to it. It's trying to do kind of, it's trying to do the, uh, more of a epic heavy metal sort of vibe to a song that's more somber, and I just don't think it really works over all in all. But all right. Good try. Good try. Um, I think if I had to sum this up album up in two words, we need more jizz. Yes. You know, I was going to say if I could sum this album up in two words, it's good try. But I think uh, I think we could sum it up in four words. We need more jizz. <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you take that to the when you go to the concert? You, you don't have to dress up. Just make a sign like you're at a wrestling match, okay? And you just hold it up. We want more jizz. More. I'll start a chant. More jizz. More jizz. We want jizz. We want jizz. Oh boy. And we'll see how fast my wife leaves me in whatever town we go to see this in. <laughs> She she will not understand why all these all these crazed fans are not turning on you immediately <laughs> and, and, and giving you the side eye because they all know what you're talking about. It's your wife that's in the dark. And they and you know what? I just realized this band had a real opportunity and they failed. Uh, they could have been a uh, was it a Biff? One of them could have been yeah. one of those guys with the saxophones. Yep, could have been one of yep. them. But nope, nope. We didn't choose the one musical alien in the entire franchise. If only one they could have been Max, somebody could have been Max Rebo. Like I, honestly, yeah, somebody somebody needs to start another Star Wars heavy metal band and needs to cosplay as Max Rebo. Who's going to be the Twilight dancer though? Uh, and are they going to yeah, open with Jedi Rocks? God, I hope so. I want to I I want to hear like a heavy metal version of Nub Nub Coke is up to you Nub Nub. Coke is up nub, to nub. you. Nub nub. Nub 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 nub. All right. Let me ask you a question, Robert Cooper. When you go on your date later, are you going to tell her about the jizz? Are you going to expose her to some jizz? Uh, that'll just kind of depend on how the barbecue goes, I guess. <laughs> he pops the CD in and he goes, I don't normally do this on the second date, but here you go, baby. <laughs> I want to give you the. She's ready to build up. Get, get a load of this. 
Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> hey, baby, I want to give you some jizz. And she's like, what are you doing? Keep your pants on. And you're like, pants? I wanted to play for you some music. It's jizz. We're played by <sighs> some jizz whalers. Oh, no, you're not uh, doing it right, because I'd be screaming because I got maced. We got the wailing part down (laughs) This is track 9 This is Across the Stars Jesse, what do you think of Across the Stars? I think this is my least favorite on the album, to be honest. Uh, I I just did a little bit of cross-referencing to try and figure out which of the movies this applied to. Uh, this was the love theme, apparently, on Attack of the Clones. So That's why I didn't remember it. Yeah, I was trying to figure out like what is where does this fit into the uh, movie songs, and I, I, yeah, I had no idea. I don't like, so. I don't like sand. It's coarse. Like it's everywhere. It's coarse. Oh, what? My mother like, didn't love me enough. I don't like sand. It's coarse. Oh, Padme. 
Poor Hayden Christensen. He can actually act. That's the funny part. It's just like not when Lucas is directing. Well, how many many more times do I have to bash Lucas on any one of my shows? Because God knows I do it a lot. Yeah. We're about to change the name of the network pretty soon. Um, Everybody hates George Lucas. (laughs) Welcome to the George Lucas Lucas Network. (laughs) (laughs) Well, join us as we just wail and hate on George Lucas. (laughs) Uh, I will tell you that my daughter did say that she wants to watch uh, the Star Wars movie. She was asking somebody at school about what order she should watch them in. And I said, well, when you do this, will you please let me be a part of it? Because I've, I've tried. I've tried in the past to sit my sons down to watch them, and they, they're not having it. They don't have the patience for it. And I think Kira's – maybe finally the kids are at that age. I know Kira definitely is at an age where she can sit and watch a whole movie and actually you know, pick up on a lot of the stuff and be interested in it. You know, So I might actually go back and watch these – all the way through. So, give us your order there, Mark Radlich. What do you say? The... Oh, it's the, the machete order. We're going to new... go with the machete order. You go with the New Hope, and then Empire, then you skip the Phantom Menace, you go straight to Attack of the Clones, then Revenge of the Sith, then Return of the Jedi. Okay. All right. Sounds good. We just might give that a shot because it would be – I tried to do that a few years back, and, yeah, like I said, the kids were like, we need more Dora. I was like, okay, well, I'm I'm out of this room. So Yeah, I, I absolutely tried this with my kids too, and it was an abysmal fucking failure, and I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> you just feel – you feel so distraught <laughs> because you loved these movies. How do these kids not love them? How do you not love R2-D2 and C-3PO? And yeah, it's, like, it's, it's fucking horrifying. Wow. It's, you know, and then, it's like, and then you see what they are into, and be like, you're all a bunch of apes. <laughs> <laughs> just, there's no other way. <laughs> you're all terrible. I know you're my children, but you're all terrible human beings. And You've let me you, down. You, do, you don't deserve Star Wars. Um <laughs> I'm holding this I, I, until you're ready. Yeah. Um, I've actually thought about taking my daughter to go see The Last Jedi, but considering she ugly cried at Coco, I'm not so sure The Last Jedi is a great idea. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. Hey, I loved Coco. Coco was great. I'm just saying she might not, you know, if she couldn't handle, like, the emo- the emotionality of Coco, pretty sure watching the entire rebellion resistance get decimated is not going to be up her alley. Pretty sure her mother's going That's to get true. aggravated with me for bringing her to go <laughs> see the last Jedi. Do you think they'll have that frozen short in front of the last Jedi? <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's a two and a half hour movie here. What can we do to make this a really enjoyable, enjoyable experience <laughs> for people? Um, and a 20 minute short. It'll be great. Fuck, man. That was really fucking like when I saw it, I'm like, I like frozen. I'm like, this doesn't feel right. I was listening to some podcast, and they were like, yeah, it was great. They put the Frozen short there so the white people would show up. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're gonna get that all makes sense now. Ah, brilliant. Uh, jizz wailing. All right. Uh, this is... <laughs> oh, I don't want jizz wailing in a children's movie, sir. 
<laughs> this is the forest battle where an entire legion of my best troops gets taken out by the Care Bears. Circus has come to town. <laughs> it is pretty schizophrenic, isn't it? <laughs> it's all over the place. Just like I said, it's it's upbeat and fun. Uh, you know they're having a it's they're having a good time playing this. You could tell. Uh, I want to know what you think here. Let's just say everything gets quiet. All right, at at the at the concert you're watching, and they come up on stage, Galactic Empire, and, and Dark Vader grabs the mic and says, "We want to play something new for you right now." All right, and ladies and gentlemen, this is. Jar Jar's motif. Are you going to scream and yell and, and be excited, Mark Radlich? What the fuck is Jar Jar's motif? Apparently, that is the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh song on the Phantom Menace soundtrack. Um, probably just gonna clap. <laughs> okay, all right. You're you're not gonna <laughs> abjectly hate on the fact that they're playing something in tribute of Jar Jar. No, I mean. You know, if we get Jar Jar working, then the whole trilogy will work. 
That's what George Lucas told us. The Jar Jar's the <laughs> All key. right. He's the key. All right, then. He's the key. I mean, he was the one that cast a final vote that threw the entire galaxy into the shitter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he got I mean, that who, who, oh, who wasn't waiting for Snoke to turn to turn to, to actually be Jar Jar Binks? I honestly... <laughs> I, I, I wish at this point, with the reaction of the Last Jedi being as piss poor as it's been, you know, in terms of like, oh, this isn't my Luke Skywalker, is not my president. Um, oh no! I thought I was going to make the one political joke. <laughs> I just I, at this point, I wish J.J. Abrams would just troll the audience, you know, and 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 that and just does stuff like that, you know, where the the most evil being in the universe. I mean. You know, Snoke turns out was really Jar Jar Binks, and like I really, I really wish it's just like he just makes a bunch of terrible decisions that aggravate Star Wars fans to the point where they abandon the franchise altogether because they hate them. I hate them all. I hate them, Jesse Starcher. I hate the preciousnesses. Oh, I can tell you. Ha- you you have know what some, he should uh... do? He What's should that? do what Lucas did with Revenge of the Sith. Release a movie that, I mean, I don't mind the movie. A lot of people hate it. And a lot of people love it. But release a movie that is just so okay that it seems great compared to the other two shitty ones you put out. So what we got to do with the last one here is totally shit the bed. Just let nothing <laughs> go resolved. Everything look awful. And then put in Jar Jar. And then people are going to be like, oh, my God, The Force Awakens, Last Jedi, those are so here, here's fucking what I, great. Here's what I think they should do. They should open the movie with the Millennium Falcon being chased by one of those dreadnoughts and then have the dreadnought blow the entire Millennium Falcon sky high with the entire cast on it. Right? <laughs> I get it. I, I, and then the whole rest of the movie is like General Hux, you know, organizing the, the, first, the first order. Like Kylo yeah, Ren. Just, better. Just, it's, it's General Hux grooming his sideburns. <laughs> I want a two and a half hour movie of General Hux just get, get, General Hux's daily routine. He's like getting up, he's reading the morning paper, he's drinking coffee. Yeah, kill off the entire cast in the first five minutes, and then just follow and just follow Hux around. Sounds wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. All right, track and eleven. Bring our in fi- his father, Bill Hux, to bowl. <laughs> Oh, no. The only uh, worst person in the galaxy. I want a two and a half hour Star Wars movie where Bill Cosby sings Baby It's Cold Outside. It'll be it'll be Leonard Part 7. Jeez. <laughs> oh, butter! I'll get you with butter! Jesse, have you ever, uh, have you ever seen Leonard Part 6? No, I have not. I have not seen oh. Leonard Part 6. I, I, did, I did just recently hear a reference to Ghost Dad, so I, I do know some Bill Cosby, but okay. Leonard Part you 6 is one I've not seen. Tell Kira that this is part of the Star Wars uh, franchise. <laughs> and, just, <laughs> and put on Leonard like, Part there, 6. Okay, there, there's there's 1 through 8, but there's there's Rogue One, and there's also Leonard Part 6, Okay. We've got to catch Leonard Part 6. You understand that, right? <laughs> Without Leonard Part 6, you won't understand any of the original trilogy. 
He's a key character. I think it goes. Uh, how's it go? It goes in a New Hope, Rocky Five, and then Leonard Part Six. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll never watch movies with you ever again. <laughs> Sorry, go. Now, it'll go, be like go and tell all your friends what you learned. <laughs> and then it'll go to the Land Before Time Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, I'm trying to find. Oh, you got. You have to see Leonard, the Leonard Park Six scene where he's chasing the lobsters with butter. <laughs> How old is that movie? That movie is like what, 1980? It's late 80s, right? Something like that. Here, let's play the last song, and then we can talk all about. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it right here on the Star Wars podcast that we're not talking about Star Wars on. <laughs> this is Throne Room end title. final thoughts on this as we start to run out of recording time. Uh, I'm going to give this a solid B. It's a fun album. It's a little long in the tooth. I mean, after a while, the, the, the whole gimmick gets a little overdone. But for the most part, there's some really fun songs on here, some really lively, kick-ass heavy metal. Uh, I give these guys a lot of credit. Uh, they did a really good job with this. But like I said, it's a little too long. A couple of these could have been cut, made it a little bit tighter uh, before the gimmick got kind of redundant. Um, so like I said, overall, uh, I'll give it a B. Jesse, what do you think? 
Galactic Empire, I mean, this album is not something where you're going to, it's hard for us to really sit down and criticize it, at least for me anyway, because I'm not, I'm not going into this thing expecting anything different other than covers, pretty much. Uh, and the fact that there's no vocals at all, other than the goofy bit that we've heard there near the beginning, which uh, attribute that to YouTube. But regardless, it's all instrumental. So stuff like this right here is perfect to throw on in the background. Let's say you're just sitting down and maybe you're, uh, I don't know, reading some Star Wars. and You want a little bit of like a Star Wars. I, I got it. Why don't you read some Princess Leia uh, just released on the source material podcast this past Monday. Put this on in the background. It's going to set the mood is probably the best way that I could describe it. So it, it does its job. I'll give it a thumbs up easily. So, Coop? Um, I almost like it was like hating a George Foreman grill. Okay, <laughs> hold on. I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Well, that is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever heard in quite a while. Please explain. It weirder than Jizz I mean, Whaling? Uh, well, those two terms kind of go together Every if you think about it. Jizz Whaling but... on the George Foreman <laughs> grill? What'd you do, fucking, what, reach climax and smash your dick in a damn <laughs> George Foreman grill? Good oh, I thought it was going to be this kind of a party I'd have stuck my dick in the mashed potatoes <laughs> What is it Try to cool it off after burning it On the George Foreman grill Ah uh, Tube steak Anywho, So with the George Foreman grill I mean it's kind of a, it's a novelty I mean you're fucking buying a grill Sponsored by George Foreman I mean, it'll get the job done. It's not going to do nearly as good a job as the you know what the original like I don't know fucking flat top grill do. Uh, but I mean, it, it's serviceable. It's fine if you want to go. Hey guys, you want to see me cook with a George Foreman grill? There you go. Kind of like this album's like, hey guys, you want to hear Star Wars but metal? There it is. There it is. And as Star Wars but metal, it does an all right job. Uh, really, I feel like this is more for sound bites. Um, just kind of like BuzzFeed clips. You I know, bet like, oh, check out this Star Wars-themed heavy metal band. I bet they would be awesome to see on tour. This might be one of those bands that don't translate well to a CD, but better, you know, in person. Yeah, they, they seem like your sort of atmosphere, time that would really get an atmosphere. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying, saying this album is bad, but I need to stretch the imagination. I give it a solid two and a Oh, let's go. Let's go three stars. We'll, we'll above two and a half stars because what really works, it works. It has the Star Wars feel to it. Uh, there are certain songs that are actually elevated because they've got that aggression that really comes with heavy metal, so it works. But there are some uh, some songs they chose that really just I don't really feel that the aesthetic that they have chosen really fit the music, which is disappointing because they're a. I mean, they seem like a bunch of talented guys. One question I do have is the longevity of this. Um, at what point are they going to have to be like Cannabis Corpse or Austrian? Well, not Austrian Death Machine, actually. Austrian Death Machine kept going. Uh, well, Cannabis Corpse used to just do parody songs with uh, weed references. And eventually they became like a legit band. Uh, I'm wondering at what point they're going to have to uh, kind of bite the bullet and maybe 
create songs about Star Wars. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Give me my Darth Bane. Give me my Darth Bane concept album. He's my favorite uh, Sith Lord. <laughs> okay. All right, folks. That is it for the Metal Hammer of Doom's contribution to Star Wars Week. Um, go back in the archives, and you can hear on the Source Material podcast in honor of uh, Princess Leia and Carrie Fisher, who left us a year ago. We covered the Princess Leia comic book, and uh, we had a long, in-depth, and intelligent discussion about Yvonne. Shit, Yvonne. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Who the fuck is Yvonne? <laughs> Speaking uh, of Austrian death machines, <laughs> uh, we were Ben Benjamin J. Cologne and our friend of the show David Wright uh, showed up on Damn You Hollywood to review, along with myself and Robert uh, Winfrey, the, the Last Jedi. We spent three hours, through oh. every last minute of three hours, talking about that movie. Uh, and that was without any fuck-ups from Blog Talk Radio. So uh, go ahead and give wow. that a listen if you've got three hours to kill. Uh, tomorrow night, Sean and I will be uh, closing out Star Wars Week with our on-trial of The Empire Strikes Back. And then uh, next week is the last week of the year here on the Rattling and Broadcasting Network. We're finishing off with uh, a pair of Jumanji shows. And in the middle, the uh, the pickle in the middle is the Metal Hammer of the Doom. And that is our year-end special. We're going to pick four songs apiece that we didn't get to uh, talk about this year. And we'll play them for you right here on this year's show. And we'll talk about it. We'll, uh, we'll see what else is going on in the world. What else we remember. I'll share with you my final list. Uh, all gosh, how many was it now? I think it's like 57 or 37. How many, Jesus, how many songs do they have on here? Um, yep, the best of uh, Metal Hammer of Doom, the best of 2017 is 38 songs long. So, nice. we'll go ahead and share that with you. Jesse will share some of his uh favorites, Rob will share some of his favorites, and we'll uh, we'll close out the year strong. Starting uh, right back up again in January, boy. We have you have a busy January ahead of you, Jesse, because we got to pre-record 300 to air on the eighth, then Black Lightning on the 15th, and the Vision on uh, the 22nd, and then you and me go live Monday the 29th to talk about Black Mirror season four. Can you handle that? Can you oh, handle all that podcasting? Are you, you ready for it. all this jelly? I'm ready, my friend. I'm ready to bring in 2018 with the quickness. Um, we got January fucking loaded with uh, Metal Hammer of Goodness. Um, we got the new Morbid Angel, Kingdom's Disdain. It's act- this actually came out this past uh, December, but you know I wanted to start off strong. I want to start off with something I know Rob was going to like, and I didn't want to not do it. So we're going to start off 2018 with an album from late 2017. Um, and we're going to keep on going with stuff we missed from 2017 with the new Asking Alexandra, which just, Alexandria, which just came out. Why and then we would start you th- do that to me? <laughs> <laughs> and then we start off 2018 with the new Corrosion of Conformity. We move on to Avatar, Avatar Country. And then we close up January with the new Machine Head, Catharsis, which comes out on January 26th. So 
We have a loaded January for you. I'm very excited. Robert Cooper is a little scared, you know, just like just like the sheep in the in the days of old. He's a little frightened, but that's all right. Jesse Starcher, let's do go ahead and do your plugs. All right. Yeah, source material right here on the Rattlech in Broadcasting Network. That's my comic book show that we do usually just about every Monday. We're at over 140 episodes. There's going to be something in there for you to enjoy. If you're a Star Wars fan, there might be something on there that you would like to maybe check out in the realm of comics. That's right. We did way back in the day, source material number 10 and number 11, uh, are a two-parter of Star Wars Dark Empire. That's right. It was all by my lonesome, and boy, that I don't know. I can't really stand by the quality of that episode since it was so early in my solo podcasting career, which turned into my good buddy Ronnie Adams coming on and saving me and helping us, helping me out, and then Mark Radlich doing the same. Uh, but then, and then I took, and then I took over the show. <laughs> but then, last year, December of 2016, what did we do? We wanted to contribute because. The most recent Star Wars movie was releasing at that point as well. Uh, I believe it was Rogue One. Was Rogue One last year in December as well? It was. Okay. and So me, Mark, and Ronnie talked the Star Wars, the original script turned into comic book form. That was a treat. What's the, most, what's the one thing that sticks out in your mind, Mark Radlich, from that comic book? Oh, straight up punching Princess Leia right in the squaw in the jaw. Square in the jaw. That's right. Uh, that was a four-parter, real easy, digestible episodes. I don't think they were more than like half an hour long, if I remember right. And then, of course, Princess Leia, 2015 Marvel series, just got covered by me, Mark, and Ronnie here this past Monday. And, of Yvonne! course, Yvonne. Yvonne. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was a lot of fun. You get to learn about what Princess Leia did right after A New Hope ended. What, what was she her motivation? She did the cocaine. <laughs> did you see the fucking Christmas special? She had the coke nail. <laughs> ah, yes, indeed. So, uh, other than that, go give the Rattlich and Broadcasting Network Facebook page a like to stay up on top of all the great podcasts that we have to offer. I will tell you that upcoming on the 25th, I get Christmas. Source material gets Christmas. And that being said, I invited Gavin Napier and Patrick Mullen to come on, and we discussed Christmas. Well, it was a list of DC Comics uh, Christmas specials, the best ones. We picked nine. They had th- uh, we each had three. We brought our best one to the table, kind of synopsized uh, what was in some of those and what our favorite ones were. Not only that. We talked about Lobo's paramilitary Christmas special, which was off the chain. You talk about a mature audience book for 1991, DC, Comics Code. I mean, there was a battle between Lobo and Santa that was some of the most gory stuff I'd seen in quite a while, especially for a 90s book. You may want to check that out. It's dropping Christmas time coming up next Monday. Other than that, I, that's it. I'm turning it over to you, Coop. Oh, boy, that's me. Uh, I'm wondering why the sheep was afraid, though. Is it because the doctor was coming? I don't know. Anywho. So, <laughs> shoot, uh, the doctor. shoot the doctor. <laughs> I don't know why we shoot the doctor, but... Oh, you know, my God, Julius get Irving on with or it. Or David Tennant have to... T- I mean... Uh, <laughs> fucking Doctor Who. I mean, that's what she said. 
<laughs> oh man. All right. So uh yeah, for mine there's this podcast. Mark's got it planned to fucking April. <laughs> the hell. <laughs> it's the you know what? If if real life were uh, DC comics, I found fucking calendar man. <laughs> Indeed. Yes. He released killer podcasts on holidays. <laughs> oh, good one. Uh, thank you. I'll be here all week. Uh, <laughs> since, since I write her podcasts, I don't fucking do it anymore, but I keep getting people liking the page. So I com slash so Tender Writer Podcast. S E N T I R I D R podcast. Uh, I still need to catch up on that Common Rider series before it's too late. Before I get to that point where I'm like, ah, I'll wait for it to finish. And then I don't watch it. What the fuck is that? Who the fuck's listening to a fucking Hawaiian commercial one? Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ on ice. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, W2Mnet.com, my buddy Sean Garmer. Uh, we share content with him, yeah. So uh, they get some of our stuff. We get some of their stuff. Uh, I'll be on the Wrestle- New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom 12 preview guide because that is going to be fucking lit January 4th, kids. And, fun fact, January 6th, Access TV is showing a three-hour uh, best of Wrestle Kingdom 12 show. I mean, y'all should at least watch it. Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega, no DQ. It, um, oh, it's gonna I'm be good. so fucking excited. Dude, oh, you have no idea. It's going to be so fucking good. So, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, ScrapingTheBottom.com, my buddy Kevin. It's, uh, it's his site for his podcast that I was on once with a dumpster fire. Much like my love life. We'll see if that changes. More at 11. Okay. <laughs> That's terrific. All right, folks. Again, the best of the Metal Hammer of Doom, if we can find any, next week on the Metal Hammer of Doom and the Rattle of the Broadcasting Network. For uh, Mr. Lonely Hearts, Robert Cooper, for the disapproving dad, Jesse Starcher. I am your mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Rattledge. Be well, be safe, behave, and have a merry Christmas.